0: hello
1: everyone it has been a while welcome to listen to this shit where two friends just talk about whatever they want i'm joan
0: and i'm mel it's been like joan said it has been maybe like almost a month since we recorded
1: <laughs> probably over a month honestly
0: yeah life has been pretty crazy i would say very a lot has happened and we're here to fill you in <laughs> you want to go first do you want me to go first yeah you can go first Okay, so um, I started going back to work for the first time in a year since this whole uh, pandemic has started. Um, I work at Whole Foods now, so I'm spending a lot of time staring at fruit and vegetables all day, which is <laughs> exactly what I wanted to do with my life. No no offense, like, it's fine. I'm just hitting that point, and I guess in my adulthood, where I wish I could be doing what I want to do, you know? Like, yeah. doing the career that I'm, like, working towards towards but yeah i've been working a lot um my sister is moving back to ohio with me Mm -hmm. and so now i'm searching for a house for all of us to live in it's crazy so yeah i've been really busy but nothing like nothing like traumatic or bad has happened per se yeah and also school is kicking my ass um i was actually talking to our our mutual friend jill about like financial aid and everything because i'm not doing too hot this semester and like i have this huge fear that i'm gonna lose my financial aid for class and i'm like oh i can't afford to pay out of pocket and i really don't want to take on a loan but i guess if i have to i have to right but who knows Mm -hmm. i feel that there's always scholarships
1: and stuff though
0: yeah but that means i gotta put in work well i mean i know you can do it yeah i guess so I don't know. I just feel so I feel like a lot of people can relate to this. I've, I've talked to a couple people. And it's like, why the fuck do I need school? Why do I need all this unnecessary shit? Or at least why can't I just take the only things I need for my major? Why do I have to take all this unnecessary general education shit?
1: Yeah, and at least if they're gonna give a general general education. Like, I feel like even the prerequisites need to be altered or something. Like, I feel like in some sense it it's like fine. Like, I guess when it comes to, I'm thinking more of like my film major, but just like at least, general, at, at least at OSU though, like for general education classes, like you can do a lot. Like, you really you can do like a financial class and that could count towards something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's yeah. a thing where it's like the thing is not every university is like that.
0: Yeah. And I go to a community college, so it's, um, it's a little bit different. I mean, granted they are a little bit flexible, but I don't know. It's just so complicated for no reason. Yeah. I understand that. Like, yeah, it's been, it's been a time. It's been a time of self reflection. I will say I, uh, I, for heard, both that. Of us. I heard that. I heard so that. we've all, we've all been in a state of reflection for the last month or so
1: honestly, I think that was the theme for airy season. Like, I feel like I've been seeing that like in my daily horoscope and like just tarot card readings. Like, airy season is all about reflection this year and mm-hmm. just reflecting on the... Reflecting and moving
0: forward. Future. Yeah. Which and is oddly enough
1: we- because it's the beginning of the so- the zodiac cycle.
0: Mm-hmm. The change. And yeah. You know, we're hitting the first you know, we hit the first year mark for this pandemic. So it's like what do we do now? We're already, this is the new normal. We're already here. We've already done this. Yeah. Oh, I also got vaccinated, which is exciting.
1: Me too. I got vaccinated as the well.
0: Pfizer gang. Pfizer gang.
1: Even though I thought I was getting the Moderna, but it's fine.
0: It's okay. Miss Dolly will be okay. What is going on? <laughs> um, It looks like my cat broke a vase. <gasps> Salem. Orbs. No, it, yeah, it was Salem. You're correct. I know it was Salem. The I the can of destruction. <laughs> but what have you been up to? I mean, I already know this, but our listeners don't.
1: Um. Yeah, so what I've been up to, you know, a lot of stuff in my personal life is, did did hit a break, you know, and I feel like I was hitting a lot of down, depressive moments but you know I think my personal life is going at least my, my it comes to my relationship I think it's gonna turn for the better and I'm excited to see what goes and right now I'm also finishing up school so the last I would say last two weeks and this week I've been really dedicated to actually getting my things in order and just figuring out like what I want to do and um yeah so I've just been writing I've been writing a lot so I wrote the pilot for Tied Up Lines. I'm so excited. And um, I'm going to finish the series. That's my goal. I'm going to write it. And I think what I'm going to try and go for is maybe six or eight episodes. We'll see. Like a mini series. Yeah. So let's see where the timeline goes because I think I I want to finish the series. I also, um, for anyone that doesn't know, I'm also writing StrangerVille the movie. Yes. StrangerVille as in The Sims 4 pack. I adapted it for a movie format for my advanced screenwriting class. My teacher loved it. He said like, he hopes that I go to LA and I start pitching for people because he thinks I'm really good at it. And you know, yeah, I am good at it. I know how to tell a story. It's entertaining. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm doing a lot of that. Um, For my senior seminar class, I'm writing a paper over cuties, you know, and unpopular opinion. I think that movie was great. I think, oh, yes, it was very relatable for me. So I decided to take the paper a step further. And now I just got to, you know, get more concise with my points and just, you know, make it flower, like make it flow better. And then for my uh, special film topics class, I'm doing a video essay over the show Pen 15 which I'm very excited about because originally I was going to do it over Atlanta, but then I, I finished it and I'm like, nah, I got to do it over this show. And then for my digital imaging class, I decided to take up tied up lines, me and Mel's project that's going for five years, which is
0: so I know, literally their senior year of high school.
1: Five years, and we have developed it, and it's kind of crazy that I even made it into like a TV show format and wrote the pilot. Because I'm just like, wow, like this is nuts. Like I, I never thought we would ever get to this point with this, with this body of work, and the fact that it even transforms from the stage to the screen I'm so excited about it and for my final project in that class I decided to take tied up lines and make like promo for it so I made a playbill which I kind of want to go back and fix but right now that's finished I did a book cover which is oh I I still can't believe I made it it's so beautiful and then my third picture, because it's a series of three, is that I'm going to take some pictures and I'm going to do like TV promo So if this was on HBO Max, what would the promo photos look for it? And I think it's a clever idea. I was in the shower and I got this idea where I'm like, there's an old history book that my sister had, even though she's teaching health. I'm like, you know what? It's just like, just something to be there. I really want to do, because I have this poster board and I have removable wallpaper on it. And I'm going to use one of my... (laughs) my sex toys, my vibrator and I'm going to take the book and I'm going to take the vibrator and put it on it and kind of frame it. You know, even just thinking about it right now, I could make that also like a vector art type of thing. Like I could take like those templates and make like a health book kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I can just see like, I'm kind of doing it. And then like the caption line would be like, this teacher has a lot to learn. Tied up lines, 9 p.m. on HBO, like just like the type of promo. And I had mm-hmm. it in my head, I'm like, oh my god, this would work. But I also want to do that. I'm thinking about doing some blocking things with myself. Like I'm thinking about either doing kind of like a sort of semi outfit or like a very mundane outfit because the main character is a little is bit mundane. mundane. She's mundane but high maintenance at the same time. It's very interesting. I kind of am doing doing something like that. And I wish I had a rotary phone because like that's the type of vibe I want. But I'll I'll just use my cell phone, obviously.
0: And it's just like, man, the idea. Could probably find one at like the thrift store or something.
1: I could. If I mean, I could do that tomorrow, I would just have to go to the thrift store, like tomorrow because it's due Tuesday mm-hmm. yeah just like working on this project it really has gotten like oh my god like I'm actually really creative because I say digital imaging I've been slacking in this class I feel like I'm doing everything but it's just like I feel like i have really just going through the motions. like I completely missed an artist presentation I was supposed to do and that's like 10 points and I'm just like oh do I want to do it because there's no due date technically so it's like I could still do it turn it in maybe get points for it, it might be late mm-hmm. and so I'm just like do I just want to do that or do I just not want to do it at all. So that's kind of up in the air. But yeah, besides that I've just been really just dedicating this time to myself. I've been doing shadow work for the past... Um, well I did start on April 2nd yeah so 16 days of April I've been doing a shadow work prompt every single day and I've just been really trying to heal my inner child I've been really trying to build more confidence in myself and be more sure of myself and not let anyone dictate what I'm gonna do and that's stemming mm-hmm. from my childhood and everything like that I felt and, that you know and it's just a thing where it's like I really want to be a better person I really one just start living life for myself I'm tired of just being in the passenger seat you know and like that Mm -hmm. has to do partly my relationship partly with where I want my career to go partly like even friendships like I just want more friendships and just putting myself out there and that's something I've been really focusing on in the last month and something I'm going to continue to focus on into the summer because also I can't forget this This summer, I am producing a docuseries in New York and I'm very excited about it. Um, I'm scared but I'm very excited. It's with my aunt who's a doctor. Well, she's She's taken her as a doctorate in nursing, but she's opening her own practice and I'm pretty much going to document that for her and try to just tell the story, you know, cause she's also was a, she is currently a working nurse during the pandemic. So maybe we want to get that angle as well, mm-hmm. get some like, just better my skills in New York. Cause I'm going to film in New York, you know, everyone films in New York. So I feel like it'll be a little bit easier to film because that's You're what I every- have
0: such a wide palette of people to talk to and to see and to be a friend and become enemies with you're gonna have all (laughs) you're gonna have a bigger palette compared to columbus columbus is like it is up and coming i will say Mm -hmm. but it's up and coming for the people leaving those big cities so people from chicago people from new york people from la people from all these other places that are not columbus right but yeah you're gonna have such a diverse palette it's exciting yeah I'm very
1: excited and um I'm just trying to graduate that's all I'm really focusing on it's my last week of classes ever and um I got some graduation details what I'm decided I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do like a little drive-by thing so like obviously like you and like my other friends are probably gonna be Mm -hmm. there a lot longer but like for everyone else you know to abide by COVID restrictions and stuff I am thinking about just setting up a drive-by my mom wants to set up like a thing throughout the block and she like wants to get all my friends and all like family members available get like balloons to the car the house you know honking like congratulations you know like stop maybe take a picture and then like probably people will come back after but that's what she wants to do like create her own parade and I mean if that's not Scorpio energy if that's not your mother
0: I know I know so much
1: the boldness. But
0: in a way, I kind of like it. It's very simple. It would be so cute, Joan. Oh, my gosh. Like, remember we were talking about how you wanted to make, like, a video collage of your, like, last four years with all your favorite songs and stuff like that and having clips. I think it'd be so cute if you made that and you projected it on your garage so when people drive by, they can just see, like, your memories throughout the last five years.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking about that because my mom's like, we're not opening the garage. It's a mess.
0: I said, okay. Yeah. Then project project a video how, of your life how much do projectors cost you can find some cheap ones you can even rent one if you wanted to
1: because i just i don't want to justify being a fine like a 50 dollar projector even though my mom she will literally do it she's like i'll do it i mean she literally bought my cap and gown and my cords
0: yesterday i mean you could if she could do it if she wants to let her because one, it's your graduation. It's a big yeah. step in your life, and also you can keep that. Make your bedroom a movie theater. The fuck, you right can. And we would have to get like a. I was.
1: You think a black white black drop would work or a white one? Because think about this, white. Yeah, because the
0: sun hits the garage though. That's true. I was thinking maybe around sunset because the sun is like behind it. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I did put it like a time for two, but I know obviously it would be like in the late evening you know. Yeah,
0: you can just have that playing all night. Yeah,
1: dude, like, uh, what's it called? Save the date, April 15th. Any mm. listeners, not April 15th, I'm sorry, May 15th, I will have my diploma. Hopefully, my tax refund will kick in because I want a nice outfit. I know for my graduation photos, I'm going to do during that week so I can have mm-hmm. them done. And I'm going to do, I think what I'm going to do is that I'm going to wear my my green dress. I think I'm going to have like two or three outfits. I'm going to wear my green dress Mhm. Mom's like, it's too high. You shouldn't wear velvet. I'm like, but I want to wear it. So I'm going to wear it. So maybe I'll just take those pictures at home. And then like, I'll wear like a maybe summery outfit. Cause I want to go to campus and I'm going to take pictures. Great. You
0: should, you should come with me. Oh yeah. I'm down
1: so I'm thinking about doing that too and then like I want a summery outfit but I want like a cute summery outfit like I honestly kind of want to do one where it's like my 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 outfit you know my converse my denim shorts and my baby tee my iconic outfit that I've been rocking for the last like four years mm-hmm. it's iconic okay it's iconic in its own right I will update that for years it just works for me It just works. And I love it. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to plan this out. I'm trying to be better about planning stuff out. Long
0: story short, that's what's up
1: with me. I feel like I went on for a long time.
0: (laughs) It's okay. Yeah, my life. I mean, my life really hasn't had anything like super crazy happen. I'm just, you know, going through the motions. Right. Because that's just how I do it. You know, we all take life uh, differently. And we all do what we need to do in different ways. As long as it's healthy, that's all I got to say. Also, um, another note that um, I don't remember if at the end of the last podcast episode, we mentioned we were going to do our sex education podcast. So for those who know that we are doing that, um, we're going to be re-recording that and we will come out with that as soon as possible. It's just life is crazy. Yeah, it is. And this is a topic that we are very, very passionate about. We are. Very passionate. I would love to make a documentary about sex Sex education. I would love to do that. That's a part of my wish list. Speaking of other things that we are passionate about, um, we are very passionate about the rights of people. And of course, you know, people thought that under the Biden administration that the rights of Black people... And people of color would be safer. Of course not. Of course not. Mm -hmm. Um, For those who are completely out of the loop, there was another shooting of an innocent black man by a female police officer in Minnesota. Minnesota really is just popping
1: off. And then on top of that, there was another shooting in Chicago when an officer killed a 13-year-old. And uh, there was eight people killed at FedEx in Indianapolis. Yep. And there was a black man, army, in the army, who was racially profiled and pepper sprayed in the face while at a traffic stop. All this happened within the span of a week and
0: a half, maybe two weeks. And this is what I have to say about that. Yes, we voted for Biden. John and I did. But we did it because it would be a step forward to a better like elected official, a better leader of the country. I don't condone to Biden. I don't really like him. I don't worship him. He is not my, he is not my God or whatever. Right. And it's like,
1: it's very interesting because I honestly, I always feel conflicted when these things happen because like I do my part, I share what I need to share. I sign all petitions and I haven't gone to a protest yet. And it's not, and it's like, and I say that in a way it's where it's like, oh yeah, I would love to go to a protest. It's not that. It's just a thing where it's like, I mean- Is it bad that there's a part of me that feels a little bit afraid of going?
0: No, it's it's completely valid. And honestly, it's sad that it has to happen in the first place. Right. And we have lost so many Black lives and people of color during these protests. And even before these protests, just by being victimized and murdered and beaten by our system, why should black people have to do all the work for everything it's
1: not fair and it's It's not fair it's very interesting because it's just like it's like just seeing all this on the news like like when we went out to the walrus the other night and was just seeing the protests in minneapolis like I don't know. I just could not stare. I, I could not get away from it. Like I was just like staring at the television. I'm just like, oh my God, like this is just not right. This is not okay. And it's just like, people are really still defending these cops, these cops. And it's just like, I don't understand. I don't, it's the one thing that our experience is wiped off as false. Mm-hmm. But it's another thing to have all the evidence in front of your face, all the clips, all you know even during and this is all during Derek Chauvin's trial for killing George Floyd I know all of this and there's people out there still who, denying we're who still denying it and I'm just like you what 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 reality are you living in? You look mm-hmm. like a joke. You look like an idiot. And and, it's, and it's for what? For what? Just so we can, just so you want to sit there and be on TikTok and be like, oh, debate me.
0: Debate you on what? My and, right to live? And on that, that is their privilege. Their privilege that they can argue about these topics and still not understand what it's like to be a victim or being a target of these crimes. Exactly. They can do that comfortably at home behind their computer while Black women and men and children and people of color walk down the street in fear for their lives every day. Just because it doesn't happen to you doesn't mean it doesn't happen.
1: Right. It's just, it's exhausting. And maybe that's why I just don't really say anything on social media because it's just, it's just exhausting to talk about. And it's and, just like, I and there's a part of me that's like, well, you shouldn't really feel bad for the way you're feeling because, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, as someone who is a black woman, like, you're allowed to feel, you know, fear, or you're allowed to feel anger, or you're allowed to feel mm-hmm. disgust, you're allowed to feel exhausted, and it's just like, I know I'm doing, I know what I'm doing, you know, I'm voting, trying to vote in the right people, trying to be on top of the laws that are are going on, mm-hmm. trying to sign any petitions I need to do, share whatever I need to share have conversations with people and it's just like and it's just it just and it just feels like if you're just not flaunting down the internet that you're not doing anything
0: so i feel like we've talked about this before or at least i've talked about this with people there's this weird thing of faux activism people who only post their like what they're doing for whatever cause on the internet just for like attention or clout or whatever. And they're not actually doing it for the right things. It's kind of like, you know, um, people who, you know, give stuff to homeless people and video it and they post it on the internet. Like I was so nice today, but was, was your intention actually being nice? And I feel like that's how it is with a lot of these movements is do you actually fight for this cause every day or do you just put it on the internet so you can get likes? right or be viewed as this cool woke person
1: yeah i think this is i think it's a good discourse that's happening on tiktok right now because i've seen this i've seen this one there's this one girl i follow this one woman who's black and she's thick i just cannot remember her name But she basically talked about um, how she feels like she was like, I don't know why people want their like faves to talk about activism on issues that they barely know anything about. Like, it's not like, why would you want to know their opinion from professional pretty people? Like, it's not, obviously, it's not affecting them. Like, they're not. And they're not going
0: to care. And it's just like. And these people really look up to like these celebrities and politicians and all these people who don't actually okay i'm not gonna say all politicians as a generalization but you know there's a lot of politicians that are pre- predominantly white and they come from really amazing you know lives all went to harvard yale wherever ivy leagues who will never understand these issues and why are you expecting them to speak up on it when they don't take the time to look into it it's really at weird. the end of the day it does not affect them and it will never affect them
1: and they will never not. They will never know. They'll and, never
0: know unless it's stripped away from them. But they'll never allow that to get stripped away from them.
1: No. As long as they keep what well, as long as they need to do whatever to keep white supremacy alive, they will do it. It honestly, this kind of reminds me of fucking uh, Watchmen. Like everyone should go watch that show because you know what it reminds me of. It reminds me of the senator because there's a senator in this show that kind of comes off like all doing he he's that pocket racist you know he pulls it out right at the end like he pulls um, it out when he needs to exactly yeah and it's just the thing where it's like i'm getting those vibes everyone should go watch watchmen the series with my woman regina king
0: miss oh, regina king emmy
1: award winning regina king because she won an emmy for this show actually for the show so it's just a thing where it's like i feel conflicted sometimes because like i again like i just don't really post anything but it's like I just—you are
0: literally the walking proof of being a black person in America. Being a black person, I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't be speaking over you, but you are literally the representation of what it's like to be black. Why should you have to speak out on it all the time? By now, we should all fucking know. Mm-hmm, exactly. We shouldn't. You shouldn't have to teach people how to not be racist. And that's where a lot of it is falling. It's falling on black people to educate white people or other people who are being racist on how not to be you should do it yourself google is free literature i mean it's not free you can go to the library and check it out you can check out angela davis you can check out asada shakur you can check out all these people talking about these movements honestly angela davis Her books, I need to put her books on my book
1: list because, like, I've been really, like, I've been hearing her name a lot and I just know, like, I've heard some of her theory and I'm like, I really want to, like, read this, read this book. Even though I'm, like, in the middle of, like, three books right now, but. You know what? You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. I've just been really debating it because I'm just like, I don't know. I kind of just, I just want to read more about it and she would just be, like, the greatest person for it.
0: Yeah. I mean, she was, she was in it and she still is. Yeah. But it's. It's the fact at the end of the day that people don't take the time to do it. They don't. I was was actually talking with somebody. Let me find the messages. I was talking to an old coworker of mine about how like Canva infographics. Like we love Canva. We use Canva. Okay. Yes.
1: We use Canva religiously. That has been. The best. I remember at one point in time, I'm like, I don't think anyone has ever heard of this or don't use it. And I I felt like it was a nice kept little secret when it comes to graphic design and making stuff. But go on.
0: But um, we were talking about. How we have to make these cute infographics to make white people comfortable with, with, like, hearing all this dark stuff. Why should you have to be comfortable when black people and people of color have to be uncomfortable every single day? We make everything so cushy and cute. Right. That's the one thing I'll never understand. I called it out, like, I don't know what happened. A few. It was, like, a few months ago or something, or, like, last year sometime. And I just said, oh, no, the infographic are about to come out with something because do the fucking research. Like I said, not everything should be cute and cushy because it's not cute and cushy.
1: No, it isn't.
0: It never was and it never will be. Oh, no. Yes. Okay. So there's this other thing, too.
1: I want to mention. I saw this TikTok about how this person's like, we shouldn't call coons coons. I forget her reason why, but it's like something being detrimental to like the black community. I'm just kind of like, well, I just can't remember the point she made, but it really made me interesting. Like, should we call, you know, black people that go for what, like basically just echo the same tone deaf shit that white people say coons. I mean, I don't, understand why not like they're a coon and i don't know if you've seen that one white girl white woman on tiktok literally rapping about how she is literally black even though she is not and she said the n-word and Mm -hmm. she said all these things and people start calling her out and she's just like "Emily, you're calling me out and it's like you're literally rapping about how you're black you're not your boyfriend who is black is just echoing the same things like Oh, yeah, well, you know, she's right. And
0: it's like, dude, I think it has to do with like, like the fetishization of like black people Mm -hmm. and specifically black men. And like, they'll do anything a white woman says. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's with any like group. It's weird. White women have some mystical power over men of color. (laughs) I mean, when they do
1: say people, men of color and white women are in the same wavelength, they are. They are. They really have no struggles.
0: In fact, they are
1: the struggle. They are oppressed on one end, but not the other, I guess. It's weird.
0: Yeah. And then it's like women of color, black women especially, are the ones who receive the most shit. Malcolm X was right. The most disrespected
1: person in the world. Is the black woman.
0: Oh, yes. Also, Malcolm X is not talked about enough. He really was on to something. He really was. And people were like, he's too violent. Meh, meh, meh. Shut up. I mean, Martin Luther King Jr.
1: wasn't bad either, but clearly something wasn't working.
0: Yeah, because, like, people always bring up the thing of, we must be peaceful. We gotta be peaceful. Last time I checked, a lot of our revolutions that happened in the world were not peaceful. Believe it or not. Violence often unfortunately gets the shit done and it's gonna be like that for a long time because we are humans and that's apparently all we know however i do feel like with our generation it's gonna be very different
1: i think so too of course, i really do
0: of course there's gonna be those people that are still like their parents and like older generations because there's always gonna be that because that's just all they know and they were all brought up with but like i was actually thinking about it last night on my way home from work how our generation we're all pretty much the same like as far of what as far as what we believe in and like hey this is wrong why are we doing this
1: yeah, it's very interesting. Like, again, I'm always on TikTok. I saw this one TikTok about how, like, Gen Zers are, like, the cuspers because that's where we are. And the thing is, I knew we were cuspers. I used to say that before it was a thing because people were just like, no, you're Gen Zer. No, you're... I'm like, no, 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 no. If you're born between 97 and... '9, ni- I think 97 through 99, that's where I think it is. But, mm-hmm. like, if you're born within those three years, you are a cusper because... There's aspects of us that we relate to millennials and Gen Z. Like, I genuinely believe that. But like, yeah, we are cuspers. And I just, I just think the cl- I drill into the class of 2016 in high school, like our graduation class everywhere period was just like the best everywhere i swear it was like i don't know 20 20- the class of 2016 like a lot of people who are our age like 22 23 even 24 we're just really with the shit and it's like we will do whatever we need to do we will hustle and bustle but we will also take shit down if we need to respect
0: mm-hmm. we do it we deliver it in such a way i don't know how to explain it we're so mild but we know how to like we know how to deliver yeah we're very mild that is a perfect way to put it because like millennials are one set of extreme and then gen z is like another set of extreme yeah yeah and i feel like we're kind of like we are literally the middle child people don't really acknowledge us but we're the ones doing all the moves yeah we are You're, man. Because, like, yeah. And also, I was going to bring this up about, like, how on the internet people are, like, trying to create this divide between Gen Z and Millennials. And there's there's a theory that um, they're trying to create this so that Millennials and Gen Z won't come together and actually dismantle what's happening. I feel like that's pretty real because we, as generations, Millennials to Gen Z, we are literally... like receiving all of the aftermath from the previous generations
1: also most of the time those the videos on tiktok are white people
0: oh yeah they'll they'll
1: never understand i just want to make that clear like i don't think i've actually seen a single millennial versus gen Z video type of video with other people of color i've genuine i like had not seen it it's like it's like um seeing charlie demilio's videos i have not seen any on my for you yeah, i don't
0: know anything about her None at all. And also, this is just like a random tidbit. So this month is actually Arab Heritage Month, Arab American Heritage Month, a.k.a me isn't Ramadan this month yeah actually which is really honestly I love one thing I love about working I guess at a grocery store during like these holidays is seeing all these people buy their traditional foods and their fruits and vegetables and everything because they're gonna go have a bomb meal later and I'm like this is so wholesome and I get to help out with it
1: yeah you know that have you seen that one TikTok on um where it's like it's I think it's like an Afrobeat song but then like the beat switches up and they're all people like are in all black and they have like the black mask. There's like strobing lights. I don't uh, know if you've seen that. It's like a dance maybe? trend kind of. Because I saw the video and I looked up the original sound and the original sound was for Ramadan. Like mm-hmm. a lot of Ramadan themed videos were with this sound before it turned into this trend. So yeah, I was just it's... kind of like, huh, I'm not gonna lie. Somebody's outfits are beautiful.
0: Like, oh my God. Yeah, it's really, it's really interesting. And I, I love seeing all these groups just celebrating their holidays, having a good time. But back to Arab Heritage Month, Um, I just want to bring up something that I've been thinking about recently, not to make everything about me. Um, it's okay. Also, I feel like I don't really talk about me a lot on this podcast to be real. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but basically i work with a woman who is from jordan that's where my dad is from and she found out i was from jordan as well she was like oh that's awesome have you been to jordan and i was like no do you speak arabic no she's like shame on you are you even really arab and it's it's a it's such a weird thing i feel like you can relate to it too for being a black A black woman that likes things that are typically, air quote, white. And I don't know. It just had me thinking recently. I'm like, why do these people get to decide, you know, how valid I am or how real I am? Or if I'm even like part of this group? It's interesting. It's been, it's been a kind of like an internal conflict, honestly, for most of my life. Am I white or am I Arab? do I fit into this category or do I fit into that category? It's weird being like, I guess, mixed in that way. Not like the typical mixed of like black and white, but like Arab and American where the cultures are vastly different.
1: Yeah, I can understand that completely because being Haitian, like, yeah, that was my life too. Like, I understand, I understand Creole, but I don't speak it. And I mean, I'm obviously like immersed in the culture, like, I do listen, you know, I do listen to Creole songs, Haitian songs, you know, I go to these parties, like I eat the food food all the time. Every single day, I got their standard rice, beans and chicken. That's the standard meal. You know, when you're talking, I'm just kind of like, you know, have you ever thought about like yourself even like participating in Ramadan, you know?
0: Well, I'm not Muslim, so Uh, it's a specifically a Muslim holiday uh, and I was raised Christian typically. I was raised Christian. My last name literally translates to priest in Arabic. So, you know, coming from an area that's predominantly um, Muslim, it's a little bit of a struggle too because a lot of the Arabs I talk to are Muslim. They're not, you know, Christian Arabs. Or um, I don't know. It's just a weird conflict in my life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I latch on to other communities a little bit more because they're more accepting of me. And I feel like I may have had this conversation with your sister about how I – hang out with more black people than like Arabs or anything. Oh yeah. You've said that to me too. Yeah. Because I feel as though Arabs don't want me because I don't meet this criteria. Like I'm, I'm a different kind of Arab. I am, I'm white. I have tattoos. I don't follow any religion. I have a boyfriend. I, I do all these different things that aren't typically Arab or Arab Like, it's just interesting and I also had this discussion with somebody who also is mixed with you know two different groups and they're like yeah I get it completely where you latch on other communities because your own community won't take you in oh, it's that's
1: re- that's really interesting that, you, that you've been thinking about that
0: I've honestly thought about it for the last like four or five years to be real it's just it's weird it's really weird and like I don't want people to think that I'm like trying to appropriate black culture because I'm not I know my boundaries okay I know them yep I'm the type of person that can appreciate other cultures and other lifestyles and I think that's also what makes me different from being like a traditional Arab I can appreciate something that is different than me Mm -hmm. and that's maybe why I'm not accepted because Arabs are Arabs till the day they die white people are white people yeah, it's so like a French culture, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like that, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I had to bring that up. It was just a very interesting thought that I had. As happened recently, that happened recently? That conversation? with yeah. The other woman. Yeah, that happened like last week. And it actually hurt my feelings a lot. Did you say anything to her? No, I just kind of carried on stacking my grapes. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened to me a lot in my life. I've had people essentially tell me that I'm not who I am. Salem really is trying to speak in.
1: <laughs> what is orbs? What do the orbs need to speak into our existence?
0: He said, "Black lives matter." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I forgot to mention to you recently about it because, like, I just kind of brushed it back because it just it hurts my feelings. It actually does. It makes me feel invalidated, and I'm not up to the standards. But yeah, that's all I had to put out there. Wow. I mean, that was a very good. Healthy conversation, yeah, definitely. And I feel like it's a good catch up on what we do here. It is. <laughs> what we
1: do here. I'm like, you kill me. All right. Well, I guess we'll just we'll just end it here. Um, yeah. was us end it here. Thank you so much for everyone who's listening, and uh, we'll see you next week with a new episode. Yes. Thank
0: you, ladies and gentle them's.